taps the loose puck for Kessel. He scores! Kessel from below the goal line! Because one hour isn't enough. We welcome you back for hour number two of the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Knights grab it on the right wing side. Smith to the point. Petrangelo scores! Set up by Riley Smith. In the Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas Studios and live at LBSportsNetwork.com with your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Done a little bit of research in the last little bit, uh, just going down a rabbit hole regarding the National Hockey League trade deadline. We'll get into that in one-timers, news notes from around the National Hockey League, plus the game ratings from the Tampa Bay Lightning victory and the overtime shootout loss uh, against the Chicago Blackhawks last night for the Vegas Golden Knights. They've, they've got a nice little run together uh, right now with with, with points, uh, going back to prior to uh, the, the pause, and uh, we'll break that down uh, in detail. Darren Millard in Studio 31 over at City National Arena and the Oil Hotel and Casino. It is Ryan Wallace. Yes, it is me, and, and sorry, Darren. I, I should have been a little clearer on the show notes. We, we actually ended up doing game ratings yesterday for oh, Vegas, Tampa. Yeah, 30 minutes. It, it just kind of made sense to do it yesterday. But we do have, and everyone's excited for it, uh, the game ratings for Vegas and Chicago. I am out here at the Underground Lounge inside the Oil Hotel and Casino. I've got Running Rebel tickets to give away. I've got Hooters calendars to give away. I've got Liquid Death Water to give away, murder your thirst. Uh, that's that's pretty fantastic. What does um, that taste at, like? It, it tastes like water. Okay. You, like you've had water, right? Taste, once tastes once just, or twice. Tastes just like water. Okay. There's mountain water and sparkling water. Both of them taste like mountain water and so sparkling water. it's all marketing water. with the yeah, liquid well, sure. stuff. Yeah. It's, how do you set yourself apart? Flint water. Like you've, you've, you are the, <laughs> you are the king. Oh, that's... Oh, dynamite drop-in, Monty, as Jared Justice comes in from left field. I'm not sure the people of Flint appreciate it, but that was that was well done. You People would have missed that entirely. Yeah, I don't get it. I, you, I got nothing. You don't get Flint, I have no idea. Flint, no Michigan, with the tainted water. Oh, I yeah, I should have gone with Ohio. Yeah. That 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 would have that would have landed for me a little bit more anyway. So all all this talk about water notwithstanding, I've got the opportunity for you to come down here, put your name in the hopper for a chance to win tickets to see Flogging Molly. Darren doesn't know, but Flogging Molly is a band, uh, and they are playing the day before St. Patrick's Day here. You have an opportunity to put your name in the hopper and win a pair of tickets to that. So a lot of reasons to come down here. you got $1 blackjack tables, the only casino on the strip with that. Oh, and we haven't talked about it yet, but uh, I swear I'm going to get Darren out one of these days. Thursday, Wheel of Fortune slot tournament, 1 to 3 p.m., free to enter, must be an oil rewards member and 21 years or older. Slot tournaments are fantastic. There is just a really fun environment where you just get to smash the button as much as possible. I think there's a strategy to it, but you know what? It's, it's, all, no it's all chance anyway. So get yeah. down here. Come say hello. Put your name in the hopper and uh, murder your thirst. That's a, that's a really good slogan. I love it. A couple of trades in the National Hockey League, one involving the Vegas Golden Knights, and it's a salary cap transaction as much as anything, as Kelly McCrimmon sends Shea Weber's contract, a couple of years left on that, to the Arizona Coyotes, uh, along with a fifth-round pick for Dylan Mayo, a defenseman who played in Tucson and will report to the Henderson Silver Knights, uh, seven-year pro, uh, so he's, he's got some uh, abilities there, but uh, certainly uh, this is... Uh, 
getting rid of a contract that came in handy for the Vegas Golden Knights with Jay Weber. Allowed you to go uh, deeper into the uh, the overage uh, on, the, on the LTIR. Shea Weber was never going to play again. And, uh, and it's uh, more manipulation, uh, massaging, uh, being able to use the salary cap to your advantage. Uh, but, uh, but now uh, with uh, the fact that uh, Mark Stone is out anyway right now in LTIR and you've got uh, uh, Robin Leonard uh, mm-hmm. on LTIR, you don't need that, uh, that leverage uh, nearly as much. So uh, it, it gets you out from that. Also saves a couple of dollars in, in real dollars. Uh, he was making $3 million this year and goes down to a million for the next couple. So uh, this is uh, this is more uh, paper transaction and, and what it means to the salary cap. It does allow some flexibility going forward uh, mm-hmm. because of next year's uh, salary cap. You're allowed to go 10% over the salary cap uh, during the off season. So if you wanted to extend somebody, if you acquired somebody, uh, you could go over. Uh, if you uh, were signing a free agent, uh, you could go over. So uh, I'll throw out somebody like uh, Aiden Hill is on an expiring contract. Sure. Right? Yep. If you wanted to re-sign him and uh, and bump up and put yourself in a, in a situation where you're going to be over the, the salary cap by a little bit, uh, uh, that this this is gonna gonna help you uh, free up some actual dollars that you're gonna pay a player instead of dollars uh, that are uh, tied up in somebody that uh, that you're just using contract to allow you to go uh, uh, above the, uh, the the cap circle. It's it's complicated. It's 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 difficult to explain as I find every time I try to explain this. But it uh, has more to do with this is how I, I'll best uh, break it down. Uh, the trading of Shea Weber's contract uh, has more to do with flexibility in the summer and next year than it does for right now. So don't be sitting by the computer or uh, the radio station uh, right now waiting for the announcement to come out or Twitter uh, that the Vegas Golden Knights have, have done a deal. They could do a deal right now, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it won't be in direct relation to what uh, the uh, the trade involved uh, with Shea Weber to the Arizona Coyotes. I guess the simplest way to think about it is it does not give them or provide them any additional cap space no. in this moment right now. What they had to work with is still what they have to work with even after this after this trade. Dyson Mayo uh, is a defenseman that uh, that I think uh, can can help the uh, Henderson Silver Knights. So. Uh, I think I call him Dylan, but uh, Dyson uh, Mayo. Uh, we'll uh, we'll get that uh, that straight. Uh, I wanted to make sure that I got uh, the last name on that, that part uh, dialed in properly. So here's the uh, here's the one that uh, that I stumbled upon today. We've got game ratings from last night that uh, that uh, we will uh, uncover. But this is just a little bit of fun when it comes to the Arizona Coyotes. And uh, you pointed out uh, when it comes to the Arizona Coyotes and fiscal restraint, mm-hmm. Ryan, what the Shea Weber acquisition means uh, for uh, Dyson Mayo. Yeah, so in, in terms of actual dollars, real dollars, the, the contract of Shea Weber, what he's actually going to be paid next season, is less money in actual dollars than what Dyson Mayo was going to be awarded. Now, that being said, the actual cap hit for Shea Weber is certainly a lot higher than the cap hit for Dyson Mayo. So when you look at this trade and you look at it through the the lens of the Arizona Coyotes, a team right now that's playing in a just under 5,000 seat arena and wanting to save as much actual dollars as possible, it makes sense that you want to move a player 
and and save money, but also acquire a larger cap hit to get to the salary cap floor for next season. So in in a roundabout way, you're saving actual dollars, but you're inflating your salary cap by bringing on the contract of Shea Weber. Shea Weber's contract uh, for next year is salary cap hit is $7.8 million. Yes. The uh, base salary is a million. The total salary is a million. So that's in actual dollars, you're spending a million dollars. The cap hit is $7 million. There's a good chance Arizona will be below the floor. What you're a, a, what you, the minimum number that you have to pay. Uh, the actual dollars could be below the floor, but because of a contract like this, uh, uh, they will uh, through LTIR uh, will uh, will be able to meet that floor. So, uh, fiscally responsible is the uh, the term that I would use from the from the Arizona Coyotes. It doesn't help you be competitive, but it is uh, fiscally responsible. So here's here's my fun uh, with with this trade. The Arizona Coyotes are putting together one of the great all-time rosters right now <laughs> of players. Like we, we have fun with different okay. eras, okay. like the Wayne Gretzky here. era yeah. in St. Louis. Yeah. Uh, the Martin Brodeur era just happens to be in St. Louis uh, sure. as well. But some of these contracts that get sent around where players never actually <laughs> play for, for those teams, Yeah. right? Yep, uh, yep, Ryan yep, yep. Kessler's contract uh, was potentially going to be with the Vegas Golden Knights for a period. Uh, he was never going to play uh, for, for, the, for the Vegas Golden Knights. But here is, here is what the Coyotes are doing when, when it comes to alumni mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of the Arizona Coyotes. Yep. And when you look back in 15 years at this franchise and you say, how did they not win more when they had Marion Hosa? Yep. Pavel Datsuk, right? Uh, Brian Little, serviceable yep. player, yeah, really yeah, player. Yeah. Chris Pronger, Oof. and Shea Weber, just as, as 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 a starting five. Dave Bolin also in there, yeah. But but like those Hosa, Datsuk, Pronger, yeah. Yeah. Weber, yep. Add in Little and, and Bolin with a little sandpaper with uh, with Debo, like that. That's some some high end talent. And you wonder, how did Arizona not win more with names like that? Well, considering that none of them played actual games. Well, yeah, none of them played actual games. Come on, but come on, buddy. You know this. So that, that has a bearing. Yeah, that, I right. mean, that has something to do with it, yeah. yeah. Never having played a game for the Arizona Coyotes will, will hurt you. But, but you're, missing, you're missing out yep. on the real reason. How this team didn't win more. With Hosted Datsuk, Pronger, Weber, and Little. It's like they didn't they didn't get a goalie. They never went out and got a goalie. Give them time. You, you, you can't play without a goalie. Give them time. Carry Price. It, it'll happen. That's not a bad call. That that could very well happen. Uh, then they'll turn into that, a uh, dynasty. That uh, that is on. They get Carry Price. Can you imagine? Rolling those guys, and and they've had some fun with the with the Mullet Arena, yeah. And they they've bought into it, and it's it's a not a good look sure. for anybody. But they're trying to do the best they can. Yeah. I don't know what the league would think about this, but Arizona 
has mm-hmm. paid Hosta and Datsuk, Little, Pronger, Weber at times. Mm-hmm. Uh, not not everybody right now, uh, but at times uh, they, they've paid those guys' salaries. What about getting them back for an alumni night? That would be funny. Put the jerseys. And, and put the jerseys in the rafter, Darren. Why stop there? Have have an alumni night yeah. with Hosa, Datsuk, yep. Little, Pronger, Weber, Bolin, and whoever they uh, they acquire as 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 a goaltender, because like, just just to, just to be all in. Yeah. When it comes to what is using the salary cap to your advantage, I mean, uh, Arizona acquires a fifth round pick. Yeah. For. Uh, just over a million dollars is is what it cost. Sure, that's that's not bad. I'll, I'll uh, be honest. Use, use of use of your money, uh, and and it helps you. And that million dollars mm-hmm. could help you save five, right? If if you're not at the at the salary cap floor, but but you meet it with with the with the cap hit. Yeah, I mean, I I think that you shouldn't stop there. Like, obviously, raise the raise the jerseys. You'd have to like come up with actual jersey numbers since none of them actually played for the uh, the Arizona Coyotes. But put the jerseys in the rafters, and why not raise a banner? LTIR champions. Make they've, them all uh, negative numbers. That. What's that? Make them all negative numbers. Oh, that's that's, good a, point. that's, uh, that's pretty good too. Uh, Andrew Ladd is currently on injured reserve uh, with them, and they're still paying Oliver Ekman Larson, longtime <laughs> player with Arizona, doesn't play for them right now. <laughs> the so, dead cap uh, champions. So right now they're paying four players who aren't playing for them in oh. Weber, Andrew Ladd, Brian Little, and Oliver Ekman Larson. And the I whole goal the is to massage the cap as much as you can. Yep. And they're only they only have five thousand seats. Uh, they yep. they can't make make money uh, with a regular uh, even at the salary cap floor. So if it gets them to the salary cap floor and they don't have to be there, then fine. And and who knows with the uh, I don't know whether Jacob Chickren's going to go. Really, and and that that means probably he'll go in two hours. Let's hope. But but this has been a summer. And a bit of uh, of this, like last trade deadline, and then a summer and a bit. Yeah, where where they're they know Jacob wants to go. Sure, and and they would like to have a, a player that's happy on their their roster, but like they're they're holding out for the big haul, and if they don't get it, I don't know whether Jake Jake goes. He's got term left. Uh, he 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 can play for them, and he's on a. On a relatively friendly contract, like it, what what Jacob Chikrin for all the the, the talk about him, mm-hmm. he's he's only ma- he's not making five million dollars. No, four point six over the next three seasons, and he's, and he's got two. Well, he's got two more years two, after, yeah, after this. Yeah, two years so. left, right? So, I mean, listen, like it, it's a value contract for what Jacob Chikrin does, mm-hmm. but I mean, like how you can't. You can't go through this trade deadline. You can't hold a player Why? out for three weeks for trade-related reasons and not make the deal happen. Where, where are they in the overall standings right now? They're they're tied for like they're bad. They're bad. All right, they are right now. The Arizona Coyotes, yeah, are fifth worst. Okay. Oh yikes! Fifth worst can't even do that right no no but you keep him out like that's that's only helping their odds no, I, if they're I, not I, as good and they fall down the the 
the rankings and, and improve their odds at, at winning the draft lottery, it's they can absolutely carry this forward. You, you know, and, you, and continue to well, do it. Sure, but you, you're not going to you're not going to hold them out after the trade. Like if you don't trade them. You have no reason not to play him. No, but and you, then all of you, a sudden you've got that player in your lineup for twenty five games. That could be the difference between you getting Connor Bedard and not. Uh, I, Trade the player, get the haul, and then you almost guarantee yourself thirty more games of being terrible. Listen, uh, Bill Armstrong has has set himself up here where he's got to hit the grand slam because he's 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 this has gone on for a long time mm-hmm. and he's waiting for the the, the big deal. If he sells them for an average return, then he it's not going to reflect badly. So he, and the more this goes on, the more somebody's going to have to step up. And, and if injuries happen, like nobody wants somebody to go down. But if, if a contender suffers some kind of injury or uh, loses a player for whatever reason, all of a sudden... That stock goes uh, way up. Let's get to our, our game rating from the Chicago Blackhawks contest last night in the Windy City. Welcome to my latest experiment. This is a big one, the one I've been waiting for all my life. Ah, uh, well, it's a DeLorean, right? Bear with what me, Marty. All your questions will be answered. Roll yeah. tape. We have a write-in vote uh, from Chris Chapman, who is uh, on assignment today, uh, looking after his uh, son. Uh, Chapman actually had to move yesterday, too, didn't he? Yes. That was Monday. Well, okay. two days Monday. ago. A couple of days ago. Did you guys uh, address that yesterday? Uh, yeah, to a degree. Uh, Chapman was very complimentary of Jared Justice and said that Jared's uh, one of the nicest and, and kindest and best human beings he's ever met. And that, uh, that's not hyperbolic. That was legitimate. It was real. That's great because Jared Justice is uh, producing today's show yep. on the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, and it's perfect timing. Now, Jared, when, when Chapman says something like that, I do think it comes from uh, his heart. Uh, he is uh, a, a lot of things. Uh, but he's a great human being uh, and a good friend. Uh, he's an interesting dude. Uh, I don't think that uh, that he would uh, he would just say that for the sake of saying it. But when he talks about you and how you helped him out on Monday with his move, it points to the fact that, in my opinion, just mm. hearing this, that you did a lot of the work. No, it was completely. Chapman, his lovely wife, and his son. We it was a team effort. So okay. how no. heavy was the mattress? Uh, it was heavy until we basically we worked out a system of conveyor belts and pulleys mm. and different things, and then we trapped Chapman in an elevator with it, and so the rest of us just got to take the stairs. <laughs> if you had to hand out percentages of who did the most, yeah. Where were those percentages lie? Like who got the biggest piece of pie? At like heaviest? Like who did the heaviest lifting? Who had, who had, who had the, who the, the highest workload? Yeah. It was Chapman, followed closely by me, followed closely by his wife, followed closely by his son, who is apparently sick. So you are uh, your top two in the move. Uh, well done. Appreciate it. Uh, if I ever move again, you are you are right there. And you have no recourse to turn me down if you were able to uh, help Chapman. Uh, we got a write-in vote from Chapman regarding last night's uh, tilt against the Chicago Blackhawks in which Chicago tied it late on a power play. Six on four, really, uh, because Alex Petrangelo was in the box for delay of game. And then they won it in overtime with a lot of drama in between. Uh, what was Chapman's vote, uh, Wallace? Okay, this is verbatim a text message that we got from Chris Chapman, always here in spirit. Uh, my rating is a two. 
flat. Blew a chance at two points and really sloppy. He didn't uh, send in what the car was? He said a two. two. Yeah, Station. Pontiac it's a station wagon. Uh, it's a Pontiac Aztec. It's a station wagon. Yeah, uh, two. He, he went to, what's a two flat? I, I don't know. I'm not really sure what that meant, but I just read it verbatim. So some All of right. these discontinued cars are still being made. Just disappointing. <laughs> well, in a way, but they're, like, they're, there's a different... Like, there's no sobs on here. No one's making sobs anymore. You're a sob guy, right? I love my sobs. Yes, I am a sob guy. Yeah. I saw a sob the other day. It looked brand new. That's because sob people are also a little weird about their sobs. Mm. They're, uh. they're really into their cars. So we got their a station sobs. wagon out of the gate. Uh, do you want in on this, Justice? I mean, <laughs> no, not really. Okay. But uh, I, I, I do like Pontiac <laughs> existing on the list. I, I miss Pontiac. So do I. So a Pontiac Aztec. That's not even available uh, for that. It's 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 a but it's a DeLorean. discontinued car. It's it's a Trans Am. It's a Hummer. It's a station wagon, and it's uh, AMC Pacer, uh, a Gremlin. So uh, just look, play, try and play along, okay? Uh, Wallace, well, a station what do you got? wagon is a type of car, not a like, and they still make them. I believe look, Buick still you're makes here them. once every three months. Don't try and run the place. No, keep going, Jared. Please. I'm just saying, a station wagon. Wallace, what do you got? Yeah, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a two out of five for me. It's a station wagon. I don't think that the Golden Knights were particularly good last night, and that's okay. Uh, sometimes you, you have your B game, and it's all fine and dandy if you win the game. It's all great if you bring home two points. That, to me, um, was an interesting game in that I, I wanted to see a continuation from what they had against Tampa, understanding that there's a big difference between getting up to play Tampa and getting up to play Chicago. The Golden Knights had a, two points within their grasp, some mistakes late in the game, uncharacteristic from what we've seen out of the Golden Knights out of the break. Um, kind of put a damper on it for me, and I, I really thought that there was going to be a little bit more urgency uh, and a little bit tighter play with Loren Brossois making his season debut. Um, so with all that being said, it's, it's two out of five for me. I think he only had one shot in the first six, seven minutes, which I wouldn't have liked as, as a goaltender. I would have liked a little more action. He had some touches, but, uh, but not much action directed towards him in a defending capacity. Uh, I'm going with the, with the two uh, as well, with the station wagon. Uh, I loved what uh, Loren did. Uh, I thought he was uh, well uh, positioned for the victory and did, uh, did his part, allowed a breakaway, and then uh, allowed that late goal uh, to, to tie it up on a rocket of a shot from Johnson. Uh, off the faceoff and then loses in a shootout. So uh, for a return, uh, almost uh, a year uh, since his national last National Hockey League game, uh, impressive performance. And uh, he talked about afterwards with Ash Levice about how he got more comfortable as things went on. There's a couple of butterflies, a couple of jitters, uh, mm-hmm. just getting into into the action. And that was that was the story going into the game was the the goaltending without Aiden Hill, uh, who's got a lower body injury, and Logan Thompson, who is out of the lineup with uh, who week to week with his own lower body injury. Your new tandem was uh, a couple of guys just called up from the uh, the Henderson Silver Knights and Laurent Bressois and, and Michael Hutchison. And uh, concern about, uh, okay, how long do you have to go with these guys? Uh, what will they be like? Uh, what will be the answer? Uh, and you saw a great answer. So I think that... I think that is is really 
encouraging. Uh, what wasn't great was just the clunkiness of the game, and that's the word that that they jumped out at me. I, I, I thought that they were okay at times and, and stretches and had great looks. In fact, Peter Morazic was good, but they, they missed the net on a couple of times. They yeah. missed uh, the puck uh, rolled off uh, a couple of sticks in front of the net where normally you get that many great looks, something's going to happen. We had uh, a player try to go between the legs once and uh, and, and, and because the puck rolled off the sticks. So, uh, I thought they, their, their performance getting to the net was okay but there was uh, definitely some some uh, short circuiting going on with with the finish they only had one power play so i'm not going to judge the power play uh by any means on that it, was, it wasn't great uh yeah. that that said but uh i just uh i didn't think it was a terrible game but it was a game in which you let the one point get away you didn't earn a point out of that game uh, you, you deserved uh, or should have been able to to pull that uh, that out. Now, uh, the the drama though, the big drama was was Patrick Kane scoring that goal yeah. on Laurent Brassois as yeah. time expired before the shootout. Uh, I never saw a look with the clock. Uh, yeah, me neither. Yeah, so I don't know where that 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 went. Uh, our TV truck didn't didn't get it. Uh, which is really unusual. That uh, it, w- it wasn't like we had it; we didn't show it. We, uh, for some reason, it, it, w- it wasn't available. Which is odd. That overhead—that's uh, uh, what I'm talking about. The overhead shot yeah, with the clock yeah. burned in to the to the screen. You can see where the puck goes across the line, and if there's a, how many tenths of a second, or if time expires. I never did see that. But given that it took so long for that review to take place, tells me that. One, the puck was just a blur going through the the, the, the camera, and it was it was really hard to, to to tell. That would have been one heck of a story had had that counted with Patrick Kane uh, potentially in his last shift as a Chicago Blackhawk, knowing that they're going on the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't play again until the day before. I, I, they don't play again at home until the day before the National Hockey League trade deadline. And if he's going to be traded, there's a good chance he's going before uh, that, or he could be held out of the lineup for the last home game. Uh, that that would have been a story. So it was one of those. I felt kind of guilty going. Well, if this does count. It's a cool story. It's a great. I narrative. don't want. It, yeah. I don't want it to count. But if it does count, it's <laughs> it's kind of neat and fitting. Well, I'll be honest. Like. It, I would have rather taken that ending than the one that we actually got. Like, I would have rather Patrick Kane walked it off in overtime in that fashion than Tyler Johnson winning it in a shootout. True. Yeah. From a, from a storyline standpoint, sure. then yeah. it just became... Uh, if you're going to lose the extra point, lose it in, in that context. Mm-hmm. Vegas didn't have its A game. Vegas didn't have its B game last night. Probably like, that true. was a CD. Yeah. What from a finish? The the effort. I, I can't say much uh, about the effort. I didn't. I didn't have a big issue uh, with that because I thought they generated opportunities. But there's just clunkiness and pucks off sticks and and uh, and different plays. There is uh, mishandling of pucks and they gave away. They gave away more breakaways or two at two-on-one rushes last night mm-hmm. going the other way because of pucks that were just bobbled 
in situations. They they gave away more of those last night or surrendered more of those last night than than we saw during the five game winning streak. Yeah, that's absolutely true. And you know, again, when when that happens, you're kind of hoping that uh, you default to some some different types of plays or, or different uh, different tactics to manage the puck, putting it putting it you know in deep and. and going to work on a forecheck that was really working for the Golden Knights at times last night. But, um, you know, sometimes the games are going to go like that. Sometimes you're just not going to have your best stuff on a night-to-night basis. It was almost enough to beat Chicago because it's Chicago. And the, the disappointing fact is that you didn't get the extra point. Now they regroup. Today was a day off. Uh, they'll skate tomorrow morning and uh, go against the Calgary Flames tomorrow night. Tomorrow's a national game on ESPN, so no television for us on AT&T Sportsnet, but we will have the game on Fox Sports Las Vegas as we do every single game. The VGK Insider Show will start at 4, no change there, but will only be an hour tomorrow yeah. because the pregame show takes place at 5 because tomorrow night, due to national television, the game goes at 6 o'clock, an yep. hour earlier than normal for a weekday game at TV arena plan accordingly it's a six o'clock start for the golden knights against the calgary flames tomorrow we know the tropicana thing is is happening so uh traffic is a bit tied up uh you've you've got less time to get through everybody going home after work and then uh, get into the strip uh, and get uh, into the game so uh do uh take that into account when you're planning for the game and i don't want anybody showing up uh going oh first period's already done uh and because uh, that'll be about, about the, the time if you showed up at your regular time you'd show up uh, near the end of the first period or, or just in time for the second so six o'clock start special uh, uh edition of that one for uh, national television uh the vegas golden knights against the calgary flames uh tomorrow night and it's only one hour of the vgk insider show but we are going to jam that thing tomorrow i'm working on shane natty to come on because hmm. now that we're best buddies and yep. I've said that uh, they got to treat him uh, more as a big deal uh, than they have because he is a big deal because uh, we got something special coming from the Vegas Golden Knights uh, as far as uh, some content uh, that I want to tell everybody about um, uh, when it comes to a documentary that, that will be unveiled later on this week uh, revolving around Jonathan Marcheseau. So something really cool that, uh, that we'll talk to Shane about tomorrow and uh, hopefully we'll be able to connect with our buddy John Shannon uh, tomorrow as well in our one-hour edition of the VGK Insider Show. We've got one-timers, news and notes from around the National Hockey League. It's all coming up. Uh, one other trade, not just the Shea Weber deal, uh, another transaction to uh, pass your way on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Maybe a two-on-one. Petrangelo gets it. He shoots. He scores. It's time for one-timers. One-timers. Short-handed goal. Alex Petrangelo. Quick looks at some of the biggest stories of the day on the VGK Insider Show. I'm going to get into something else in just a little bit. It has nothing to do with hockey. More the influence of Jared Justice on the VGK Insider Show. But uh, first up, uh, we talked about Shea Weber and a fifth-round pick. Yep. Going uh, to the Arizona Coyotes for uh, uh, Mayo. And so the defenseman comes over to the Henderson Silver Knights, and that is a transaction that's more fueled around the salary cap. This is a, this is a similar situation because of the implications uh, on the salary cap. But the Ottawa Senators 
traded defenseman Nikita Zaitsev, who has one more year left on his contract, to the Chicago Blackhawks. And the Blackhawks also receive, along with Zaitsev, a second-round pick this year and a fourth-round selection in 2026. 2020, we're dealing picks in 2026. I, yeah. I don't think there's a rule that says that you can't trade a pick like 20 years in advance. But 2026 is uh, like that's a, that's a long way away for a, sure. uh, that pick. So that's a, a second and a fourth to take on Nikita Zaitsev's contract. Chicago's in full rebuild, yeah. uh, and it's going to get worse before it gets better. So that gives the, this will help them once they get rid of Kane and Taves uh, contracts, and mm-hmm. uh, maybe Max Domi. Um, they're they're going to have to get to the floor themselves. So uh, with with Zaitsev making four million dollars, uh, that's uh, that's going to help them next year. I, I don't know what's going on on Ottawa's side of it. Mm-hmm. Why they would surrender a second and a fourth to get rid of Zaitsev now? Now, there, there's a couple of things. Could do they do they want to sign to break it to to a long term deal? Does that free up the money for that? There's yep. there's a, there's a couple of different scenarios at play there if they want to offer some extensions. But it's it's odd that that Ottawa now would make this deal when they're not going to make the playoffs this season. Does it have anything to do with the idea that you, you maybe want to shed real salary, real money? It's essentially $6 million in real money saved by the Ottawa Senators when you are dealing with a pending sale of the franchise. No, no I don't think it has anything to do with the sale of the franchise. Oh, all right. Well. Uh, but no, but it, it I mean, Let's go, Jacob Chikrin. Let's go, Timo Meyer. Go yeah, all there, in. There, Let's there's, go. there's something uh, to that. To, uh, are they getting ready to to take on some some ser- significant salary? But Chikrin's already signed for six. Like you're only going. That's only a, uh, a well, taking on of two million dollars with Chikrin over Zaitsev. Uh, if if you're trading, well, yeah, is but you still a have second and a fourth worth. But you, you still that, have at least a, you still have at least a qualifying offer to Alex to bring it. And who's to say that they're not going all in on somebody else? Like, Pierre Dorian's been, at times, pretty aggressive in terms of trading, in terms of of trying to sign guys. Like, it it needs to turn around. It needs to get better. They have to put something together here. I I think with with a little bit more cap space, I'm I'm curious. I, I don't know. Like, it doesn't make sense now, but maybe in a couple of weeks it will. Well, if this was after the season, leading up to the draft, and then free agency... Totally get it. Yeah, it's just the timing of now, where they are in the in the race, out of contention, and where Chicago is uh, in, in the race. So Chicago fits this; they do. Uh, yeah. Ottawa shedding salary. So we'll we'll see if it is at Debrinket. If they uh, take on uh, somebody that uh, that is bigger name and and good on them right now, but it does cost you a second and a fourth. To give up that that salary, that seems to be, I don't know, uh, uh, depending on, on, until I see what the return is, I'm going to call that uh, uh, a second-round pick. That That's that's a high price. Uh, Alexander Ovechkin is back from uh, uh, Russia. He could play for the Capitals uh, this week, and uh, we are uh, sending our thoughts, obviously, after the passing 
of, of, of his father, but uh, uh, life uh, uh, for Alexander Ovechkin uh, revolves around hockey, and uh, and I can't imagine the emotions that will be going through his soul as, as he steps out on the ice for the first time since the passing of his dad. Yeah, 100%. I think that you're you're hoping for nothing but the best for Alex Ovechkin, and maybe you know you you find something um, in in just getting back to the game that you played and getting back to uh, you know something that's been such a great part of of your life and, and your dad's life and all that. Um, and boy, could the Washington Capitals use their captain, Alex Ovechkin? They are uh, back into it as far as a playoff battle going for them it, it looked pretty good for a bit yeah it's it's not great right now for the washington capitals there i mean they're only two points they're only out. two points out but, but the, the problem is the the group has stacked up you, they weren't able to uh distance themselves from from anybody and put themselves in a better spot yeah and the the teams that you know you've got detroit you've got pittsburgh who are right now ahead of of the washington capitals tied with the washington capitals they've got three games in hand over washington the Florida Panthers are resurgent, and the Capitals have lost five in a row. So, like, it, it's it's not looking good math-wise for Washington. I still don't think that they're going to make it, um, but we'll see what ends up happening in the back half of the year. Yeah. You've had six teams for two spots in, in that Eastern Conference. It is crazy. The Islanders and the Florida Panthers occupying the two wildcard positions, and just on the outside, Pittsburgh, Detroit, Washington, and Buffalo. Uh, Toronto Maple Leafs will make the Stanley Cup playoffs. We know that uh, they'll play the Tampa Bay Lightning in the first round. <laughs> we know that. Uh, it's just uh, who's going to have home ice advantage between those two teams. Uh, what we also know is Jake Muzzin's done for the year. Yeah. He's got the, uh, the spine situation uh, coming off uh, surgery. Uh, he's been ruled out uh, uh, for the rest of the year. Hasn't played since uh, early on in this campaign. So uh, there's some some clarity regarding Jake Muzzin. I don't think it's a big surprise for anybody considering yeah. he hasn't played since late October, but uh, but we do know that, uh, that he will not be back and they can uh, operate accordingly with the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see um, how good Toronto can be. Obviously, they're... Uh, their new line of Mitch Marner, Ryan O'Reilly, John Tavares went absolutely bananas last night against the Buffalo Sabres, and it looks like that Ryan O'Reilly trade, um, at least on paper and at least through the first three games, looks pretty good for Toronto. Reserving judgment. All right. Uh, reserving well, judgment on that. Darren, none, none of it matters. What they yeah. do in the regular season doesn't mean anything. The only, the only way you judge Ryan O'Reilly and Nolichari going to Toronto is whether or not they beat Tampa Bay in the first round. That's it. What I loved about what Kyle Dubas did is get a jump on things and yeah. allow the players to get in and be part of the team and settle in before the trade deadline. You buy yourself those two extra weeks, and that is a lifetime. Mm-hmm. When you're talking about getting adjusted uh, for a couple of veteran players, uh, families, etc., and uh, and being able to uh, be part of that, so I think I think that was really astute when it came to to Kyle Dubas, uh, Pavel Buchnevich, Brandon Saad expected to return for the Blues, uh, Ryan O'Reilly's former team, uh, when they play the uh, Vancouver Canucks uh, Thursday. Uh, Buchnevich he's missed the past two with a lower body injury. Saad has missed the last three. They'll return to a very different team in the uh, St. Louis Blues. Funny, I've heard a couple of things about St. Louis. Mm-hmm. That they, they don't count St. Louis out yeah. when it comes to being in on the big fish. 
Timo at this, Meyer. This, well, Timo Meyer. But there's a couple other names uh, that are out there. And, and then in a free agency this summer that everybody's talking about maybe a, a rebuild. That's what you obviously go to when sure. you trade Tarasenko and, and uh, Ryan O'Reilly and uh, Achari and, and maybe even more. Uh, Buchnevich, uh, we'll see what, 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 what happens there. But uh, but there's, there's some real scuttlebutt that Doug Armstrong may do a, a quick fix and just repair the uh, the drafty windows uh, with some uh, really solid energy efficient versions, and uh, put some trim up and look just as good as as ever. Uh, Anthony Declair expected to make his season debut against the Buffalo Sabers uh, later on this week. He's been out long term, uh, suffered a torn Achilles in the off season. So they've uh, they're adding players uh, to their team, and they're right in the playoff mix right now. Uh, a team that uh, a lot of people had counted out, quite honestly, yeah. uh, about three weeks ago, and now they're they're in a playoff position. Uh, Kale McCarr in concussion protocol. He's taken a couple of bonks yeah. in the last week and a half. So they're they're because of protocol, and it's the second time they took a bonk, and they're going to shut him down for a couple of games and really make sure that uh, that he's better. Um, uh, Pete. Uh, uh, Jared Bednar says that uh, he understands it, uh, meaning Kale McCarr, and he's been through it before. So uh, we, uh, we we need to see Kale McCarr. He's such a, a just a beautiful player. Let's hope that uh, that he doesn't have to go through anything longer term uh, like the other players, big time players have have dealt with in the National Hockey League. And Philip Forsberg gone for the next two games uh, with the Nashville Predators uh, because of an upper body injury, and that's going to hurt their chances as the national predators try to stay in it in the uh, in the western conference calgary's on the outside calgary's 10 points back of uh vegas mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh make that uh, 12 points back of vegas no 10 yep. 73 63 my eyes i've got uh nearsightedness i should wear my readers more often the, the math checks out yeah it's 73 63 yeah. uh be 10 well Shane and I were talking about it last night. Ten points on a playoff spot. That's mm-hmm. your first goal, right? you gotta, you got to get in, and then you worry about positioning. And sure. then you get greedy and worry about home ice. Uh, ten points. You play them tomorrow night. Six o'clock start at T-Mobile Arena. Uh, that is a big game. If you can put another couple of points between yourselves and the next team that could, uh, could take your spot in a playoff spot, tomorrow night is much bigger than any of us realize. So make sure you're there on time. Uh, 6 o'clock start at T-Mobile Arena. It's on ESPN television. That's why the early start time. But listen to it here on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Those are your one-timers for this Wednesday, February on Fox Sports Las Vegas. We're going to get a fight here, and it's Dyson Mayo going after Nathan McKinnon, and oh, Mayo just pounding away. Oh, we got Landis caught going at it as well. On the other side, he's got Jacob Chikrin. Yeah, Landeskog and Chikrin. And out of nowhere. And now Nathan McKinnon puts Mayo down. We got some time for catching up with Jared. What's up, buddy? Uh, we, we really don't. We have about Come 40 on. seconds. Come but. on. <laughs> Come on. It's a quick catch-up. It's a stop and go. All right. Uh... I don't really have anything going on. Jared, it's been a pleasure to work with you guys. Jared, did you have to pivot with the couch yesterday or on Monday with Chapman? 
Uh, we purposely avoided that joke, but I definitely, once we got it up two flights of steps, it definitely fell on me, and I had to tag out. Ooh. Hey, Vaught. Well, hopefully you're healthy tomorrow. Six o'clock start. Vegas Gold Knights, Calgary Flames. Pre-game show at 5 o'clock. One-hour edition of the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Early start time. Spread the word. Make sure everybody's ready and Pivot. going. And in the rink on time. Pivot. Pivot.